0: It's Cookie Lab.
1: Hi, and welcome to Cookie Lab. I'm Jill,
0: and I'm Chris. And happy Halloween! It's finally
1: here. We've been talking about it for what seems like forever. I
0: know we've we've been teasing it and teasing it and teasing it, and, and here we are, baking it and broadcasting. On Halloween itself for all of so our much fun. cookie fans. And I don't think we're going to disappoint.
1: Is it a trick or a treat today?
0: Oh, I think it's a little bit of both. It's a little Do spooky you? and it's a little sweet and it's a little crunchy and it's a little beautiful. I am in love with this cookie.
1: You are? Well, let me tell you all about it. So, last week on our crossover episode...
0: Yes, which I hope everybody enjoyed. It was certainly different and longer than we usually make.
1: And and what's better than Cookie Lab, but more Cookie Lab, right? So, um, we talked about the Vampire's Kiss cookie that you concocted, and one of the things I said was nice about it was that it's not too goofy like it was kind of a sophisticated joke you know yeah it wasn't like a not a picture yeah it wasn't like a a painted on face of a vampire with candy corn fangs or something like that well guess what i'm going i'm going the that route i'm going the goofy
0: you painted and got candy corn in this
1: (laughs) no but it's it's something that you you know could do uh, just to be cute and have fun
0: Sometimes that's what you need.
1: Yeah, I did that with, I did it with my five-year-old niece, Mary Kate. And what it is, is called Boo Scotty.
0: Boo Scotty.
1: (laughs) So, I think we've talked about biscotti before in passing, perhaps. Maybe, maybe even on the Ted Lasso biscuit episode. Maybe. I don't know. I don't remember. Maybe, maybe not.
0: They're all, as soon as we record it, I forget everything.
1: Yes, I'm sure you do. So, biscotti is an Italian cookie that means baked twice. Um, you, You bake it, and I have a Jewish version of this that I have always made called mandel bread. And you bake like a loaf or a log, and then take it out, slice it into kind of oblongs, and then bake it again for a little longer.
0: Yeah, so it gets nice and dry and crispy.
1: Yes, it's perfect for, you know, dunking in your espresso...
0: Yeah, we're baking all of the water out of it.
1: Yes, and it's traditionally made with almonds, which mine is as well, and the almonds also help to, like, draw the water.
0: I think the first ones were basically made with almonds, eggs, and sugar. Almond flour, eggs, and sugar, and would be naturally gluten-free.
1: Mine does have some gluten-free um, flour in it. The recipe I decided to use was a Molly O'Neill um New York Times one thinking this would be, you know, a great basis. And I was not wrong. The only thing that I was wrong about was that she has the logs kind of skinny. So the end, the pieces that I ended up with are like half or less of the size of a biscotti that you would buy in the store. Okay.
0: Well, they're nice. They're sized biscotti. Yeah, they're bite sized like biscotti.
1: Them. And then to make them boo biscotti we dipped them in white chocolate and then put some chocolate chip eyes on them the the internet picture that i that was our inspiration they used i believe it was good housekeeping and they used dark chocolate to fashion the eyes and open mouth of the ghost and i kind of thought i would be terrible at that like my hands are too shaky And Mary-Kate and I both thought, I think chocolate chips are going to be cooler and cuter. She thought they would be cuter. And she was right. So, Chris, I gave you a container full of cookies, some of which are with the drawn-on chocolate eyes and mouth yeah they look great a couple have um two chocolate chips for eyes
0: these could also be the severed toe cookie if you decorated <laughs> them differently that we talked about and last then week.
1: also i think you have a couple that are just yes covered with chocolate chips which was a that was a mary kate creation i've got eyes yeah so um like i said i the cookie tastes fantastic i want to eat it all the time I'm talking about I haven't tasted it with the with the boo ghost decoration on it yet. I saved that for the podcast for the big big reveal when we play our music and eat. but in terms of I was eating all the scraps of the falling apart pieces, oh, yeah, sure and um I think it's great and I want to eat it all the time.
0: Do you have any stories for us about Biscotti himself, the inventor of the cookie? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Do you think it was a guy called Biscotti?
0: Yeah, Mr. Biscotti.
1: No, I think that this was invented in Tuscany in the 14th century. Yeah, and uh, I don't know the guy. Eights, I believe yeah. he was doing it in order to serve it with wine. Yeah, which is not really what we think about Dunkey. today. When I yeah when I, when I see the biscotti, I'm thinking coffee. I'm not thinking wine. But I have read that Christopher Columbus brought them with him yeah. on his ship because yeah. they stay so good. And they're, they're known to be a good, you know, this is something you could definitely make as a gift because they last. You could tie it up with a, I think Molly O'Neill's recipe even might even say that, tie it up in some cellophane. And, you know, you could do any holiday. I mean, we did boo Scotty ghosts, but you could get creative with this for any holiday, I would think. Take this yummy almond biscotti base and drizzle whatever seasonal color.
0: Yeah, you could make them look like cornucopia for Thanksgiving.
1: Sure, sure. Thanksgiving yeah. is soon.
0: The biscotti, you you referred to it being made in Tuscany. There's a type of biscotti called biscotti di Prato that is produced in the village of Prato uh, in Tuscany. And it is still being produced in the same bakery that started making and selling them in the 1800s
1: the 1800s no i think it's older
0: well no no no. this bakery this is the oldest okay. all right so there's a long running running okay. bakery there chris uh,
1: i think we should go there
0: i think uh, so. as a
1: cookie lab field trip research effort
0: okay yeah maybe we'll do a uh a fund me campaign
1: a go f- go me Listeners, you want to hear Jill and Chris live from Tuscany, I think, don't you?
0: I think so, uh, especially from the uh, biscottificio Matte uh, oh in Prato. Yeah, so uh, they they were the first to bring biscotti to the world at the Universal Exhibition in Paris in 1867, where they won a special mention.
1: Except that I think Christopher, the much maligned Christopher Columbus, brought it to the New World when he sailed across the ocean blue with a hold full of biscotti in the Santa Maria.
0: But he wasn't sharing them with anybody. He wasn't serving. He did not set up the first biscotti shop on the shores of Puerto Rico. And. (laughs) And sir, welcome, natives. Come, let's eat biscotti together. I think he was more into killing and pillaging.
1: Right. Right. We've talked about that before too. I think.
0: So these are beautiful uh, biscotti, and oh, thank you. I can't wait to eat it. Can we eat it now?
1: I mean, I don't see why not. Do you have some nice coffee or something over there? I don't. I have a beverage. yeah. Okay. You can handle the um, I, I should have had some wine. Yeah.
0: Well, first I'm going to take a bite.
1: Wait, but to... isn't it like morning?
0: It's 12 a.m. When we, when we drop this, so okay. it's unclear whether it's morning or night.
1: <laughs> I never could figure that out. Okay, let's go.
0: Here we go. Mm. The first thing I taste is the white chocolate. Sure. And I really like that. Because it's okay. It's not a real sweet cookie. No. Butter, eggs, flour, almonds. Sugar. Mm -mm. Did you say sugar? Butter, eggs, sugar, almonds, flour. Yeah.
1: Oh, vanilla. It's got a vanilla bean in it. Mm. You know, you slice open the. I did this before when I made Goosefoot cookies. You slice that long, skinny vanilla bean and just scrape out the insides, which I guess is the seeds.
0: Nice.
1: And you you mix that with your fingers into the white sugar. So you get like a vanilla sugar. Yeah, I like that. Yeah really that's yummy. a new
0: york times uh trick if i've ever heard mm. one now mm. i'm going to dunk mine okay first i just ate it and now i'm dunking it it stays together beautifully and then it gets soft and it has these nice holes inside of it holes you know, little airy airy holes mm-hmm. inside of it that the coffee will ooze into but it really does stay together nicely it's like an italian biscotti
1: well, to be honest, the trouble that I had with this, and I was a little worried this was going to be my first cookie lab fail was that, as you know, I am the most impatient person in the world, and I tried to cut the log into slices, perhaps when it was still a bit too warm, yeah, and it started crumbling apart and i I thought, "Is this because we don't have that gluten scaffolding? No, and my family and I were having a great time eating the crumbled apart pieces. And I said, "Let me just walk away from this a little bit and let it get a little cooler." So I had two more logs to cut. Once it cooled down a little more, it actually behaved beautifully.
0: I think you're supposed to wait about ten minutes.
1: This might be good with craisins. I always, want to put, I want to put craisins in everything.
0: I like the biscotti without fruit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I do like a little bit of chocolate on like sometimes you'll buy a biscotti and it has just chocolate on the bottom i like that i can taste the almond i can't really taste the vanilla because the white chocolate i think overwhelms that but 2.6 on my cookie scale
1: yeah it's pretty good
0: yeah i think i'd like it better with almond flour rather than gluten-free flour i have to try it again but there are as many biscotti recipes as there are biscotti bakeries eaters and eaters yeah well, I hope that people enjoy what we've provided for the Halloween table. The vampire cookies. Yes, I
1: mean if you if you go back through the past several weeks, we had a pumpkin cookie that you made. Very good. The vampires kiss. These. Was there something else? I think. Oh, the spooky magnifying glasses.
0: Oh, and the magnifying glasses to solve your murder mystery halloween party yeah, yeah. i
1: think we've done good chris yeah, yeah we,
0: we love the month of halloween and uh
1: let me tell you about the month of thanksgiving i have a i have an adorable cookie story
0: well are you gonna save it for thanksgiving
1: <laughs> okay stay tuned for that listeners
0: oh a little teasing going on because we just have time for the science of this you said that you used one egg in this or two
1: It contains two eggs.
0: Two eggs. All right. Well,
1: Mm -hmm. today- Two eggs, no waiting, as you would say.
0: I was just going to say that, two eggs, no (laughs) waiting. And I was also going to say, we are going to revisit our friends, the eggs, and the science of eggs, once again, because I have another little tidbit for you.
1: I'm so excited to learn even more about our favorite (laughs) incredible edible egg. (laughs)
0: So, you had to beat the eggs, I imagine.
1: I had to cream the butter, then add that special vanilla sugar, mix that until it was fluffy, then add the eggs and vanilla extract.
0: And then, did you have to do anything? Mix
1: mix until smooth.
0: Mix, just just mix until smooth?
1: Yep, and then stir together the flour, baking powder, salt, and almonds, and stir into the butter mixture.
0: Let me tell you a little trick that you might want to use the next time you make these biscotti. Okay. Yeah. So, the main purpose of the egg is to add a structure for holding the air in the biscotti. Okay. To leaven it, as it were. And... The way that we do that is by denaturing the protein within the egg. We've talked about denaturing proteins. Okay. Proteins are long chains of amino acid that have a lot of internal chemical bonds which hold them into tightly contained units like bracelets. Remember that? Yes. And the amino acids are like the beads on a bracelet?
1: Yes.
0: Yes. When a protein is denatured, We break all the bonds and the amino acid chains unravel and become elongated. So, one of the main ways of doing that is by heating the egg to 104 degrees Fahrenheit or 40 degrees Celsius. Its protein chains become denatured. The egg changes from a liquid solution of protein into a solid mass that we often call scrambling an egg. Oh. A similar thing happens when you beat an egg. The physical act of beating an egg causes the protein strands to stretch, causes the protein to denature by physical force rather than heat. And so rather than the protein chains being bound up into tight balls, they become long strands that you can then do things with. They don't solidify they do things like wrap around air pockets, ah. um, so it's similar. They act; they behave similar to gluten when it's developed. The they form structures that allow the trapping of air, which results in a lighter, more holy texture. So that's why I said this had nice some nice holes in it. Mm-hmm. See the holes?
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: But I think you would have gotten even more if you whipped it some more after the eggs came in
1: i'm not sure if biscotti is supposed to have holes Mm -hmm. is it
0: Mm -hmm. oh it is okay yeah some but listen to this jill when you're whipping eggs like if you want to make a meringue yeah a chef might say to you not keep Keep your your paws off off my off my cookies no they will say no goldfish in my egg whites
1: what does that mean?
0: What they mean is that sometimes when you separate eggs, you get a little nip of egg yolk in the whites. Mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And it's important that it's not there. That there are no goldfish. In the egg whites. So
1: this is super timely, Chris. Were you aware of the fiasco at the Balthazar restaurant with James Corden and his wife? Oh,
0: I heard that he he was not nice.
1: Supp- well, I don't know the deets about like, what
0: actually. Let's get into some celebrity dish okay. here so on the- Cookie Lab. <laughs>
1: The chef made it sound like he was really not nice, but then he called James Corden called him and now it was it was so buddy buddy that I that I like almost wonder was he Did really all that car- bad in the first place? Did they do a carpool karaoke together? I don't know, but now he's allowed to come back to the restaurant. But what the the weird thing that happened that he was upset about was that his wife had ordered an all egg yolk omelet which no one has ever heard of. And when it came to the table, it had an errant bit of white in it, which is like the opposite of what you're talking about, right? This isn't a goldfish; it's yeah, like it's a, a white fish. It's a ghost. She had a ghost in her omelet, so that I just was, um, I was impressed with your timeliness with your
0: science bit. Oh. But
1: I have an, I have another science bit we could add. But, but wait, but wait, I'm not done oh, with the goldfish. More?
0: Do you oh, know why you don't want goldfish in there?
1: Well, it's like a totally different thing. I mean, the the white is you know is... you're trying to make it be white and fluffy and airy, and the the yolk is like a different kind of, wholly
0: different protein. Right. Behaves differently. Well, not only is it a different protein, the, it, it's... fat. Um, the Yes, exactly. The yolks have fat in them. The whites do not have fat in them. When you beat the egg whites, you're basically mixing the air into them, and they're forming yeah. this mesh around the air. Yeah. The denatured protein in the egg forms that nice skin around the bubbles. If there's any fat present the skin can't form and the air leaks away.
1: Oh no. So even a
0: trace of fat can be ruinous to your meringue or your soufflé or anything like that. So
1: Now, when you separate do you what do you use do you use like two broken eggshells back and forth or your fingers or like a fancy tool to separate the eggs?
0: I use my fingers. I
1: do too. That is so interesting. What I really like about it, I like a lot of things about it, but one of the things I like about it is the idea that you can do it mechanically
0: with your body.
1: No, I'm just saying, like you're talking about the, that the whipping has the same effect as like the heat. Yes, right. The denaturing. I think that's fascinating. Yeah, it is.
0: It is. Yeah, and so because you're you used whole eggs for your biscotti, right? You would actually want to whip them a lot more, so more air goes in. That can be hold, held by the leaky protein skin.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, you know, I just use the KitchenAid.
0: It's just it's just a length of time thing.
1: Well, in this particular recipe, they use adjectives like they don't say beat for three minutes; they say like beat until fluffy. So,
0: beats really until up to you're you. Tired. Yeah. Yeah. That that's different than just mix in the ingredients. Mm-hmm. That's what you do which, when you get to the which, point
1: of putting in, like, the dry ingredients and in the almonds. You just, like, mix. Yeah, which usually know, in cookie baking means in.
0: just mix it in a little bit so that everything's moist. You're not, and you're not getting rid of any of those air pockets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Air pockets are really nice in bake, baking. And I have finished all three of the buscati that I brought here. <laughs> So I must have so really some, liked some. So there's some
1: left over for your family?
0: There are. Um, in the other room, outside the laboratory. But I can tell you, Jill, to keep your paws off my buscati.
1: No, because they're all in your tummy. But can I say another science, little, little science bit? Yeah. Which is just that. If you live somewhere like say you live here where we live. I live here. which is disgusting in the summertime and little, say you've made some moist. biscotti and then oh, they're yeah. not like super dry yeah. the way you want them, you can put them back in the oven. You can like bake them again.
0: A three times they would be a, a third tris- time triscotti it would be a
1: triscotti oh is that how they got the name triscotti <laughs>
0: i was just gonna ask that <laughs> i will have to
1: look that up no i'm just saying that way you can you can like get them get the water out again and have a, a crisp snack for your iced coffee or whatever you're drinking when it's disgusting here in july and august
0: what wonderful fun yeah
1: and yeah. or move to italy which is my plan?
0: Yes, to small town of Prato,
1: where I will eat my biscotti with wine.
0: And you can find us with Antonio Mate eating cookies and saying ciao until next week.
1: <laughs> ciao, Chris. <laughs> See you next time on Cucula. Oh, no, we can't make the like, terrible no, no. be like the Great British baking break. Great British Baking Show with their terrible, ill-fated Mexican week. (laughs) And next month
0: is November and Thanksgiving month. So we are giving thanks for cookies all month long.
1: Yay! And stay tuned for my silly little turkey cookie anecdote.
0: Okay, can't wait. See you next week.
1: See you then.
0: It's Cookie Lab.